In my years of working with couples and coaching wives, one dynamic is really common. That is that one spouse is emotionally eager and wanting to fix, to change, to help, to grow, wanting more emotional connection than the other. The other is disengaged or distant or just not as willing to participate in change or growth than the other is. And more often than not, not always, but more often than not, it's the wife who is more emotionally eager than the husband. And so if that's you, and if you have felt like you're the one who is more hungry or eager for connection, growth, change, to look at all the things that might be not great, this episode is for you. I'm so glad you're here. And friend, if this is helpful after you are done listening, please share it with a friend. That is how we spread hope and help to more marriages, more families. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for listening to the Wife Like Me podcast today. If you don't know me, if we haven't met, I'm Amanda Davison and I'm the founder here at A Wife Like Me. And every single week, We love that you listen. We see you and we want to hear from you. If you ever have any questions or prayer requests, please let us know. But today we're going to listen to our friend Ayana Hall. You can find her over at beyondcommitted.com where she really helps you take your life, faith, and relationships to the next level. She has coaching, challenges, devotions, and so much more. We'll link to her in the show notes. And again, we will be highlighting her on social. So we love you, Ayana. So she's going to dive into what to do when your spouse is disengaged. And at the end, I'm going to share as well just some common things of reasons why our spouses might be disengaged and what to do about it, how to move on from there. So stick with us. And at the end, I'll share more as well. Have you ever been talking to someone, whether it's telling them a story or you're sharing some really good information with them? And you kind of get really caught up in your story, whatever you're sharing with them, you kind of lose focus on the person. And then when you refocus, realizing that, oh, no, I'm talking to someone, I need to make sure that, you know, we're engaged in this conversation. You notice that they've either zoned out or they're even looking down at their phone. They seem to be completely disengaged, whatever you're saying or whatever you're sharing. I mean, we all have. And maybe that person has even been you from time to time. I know for me, this happens more times than I care to admit, especially when dealing with my three daughters. I mean, with those three girls, there is never a shortage of stories or information to share or information to reshare. And I know there's oftentimes when I've already heard the story, so I kind of zone out myself. So it's hard for me to stay engaged at times, but I know it's something that I have to be mindful of as a mom and make sure I am doing my part to stay engaged with whatever they're saying, even if they've told me this story more than once. But what happens when the person who is becoming disengaged with you hits a little closer to home? What do you do when that person is your husband? I mean, it can happen over time and in small ways. I mean, you know, he stops listening or you notice he's zoning out or you notice that every time you do or say something, he's kind of clicking on his phone or looking off into Never Never Land. But once you realize it's happening, what do you do? There are three things that I've personally done over the years when I feel that my husband is becoming disengaged. But 
Before I share those with you, I want to first let you know that you are not alone. This is something that most married women have or will face at some point in our lives. We're so busy. We have so much going on. There's so much we can get caught up in, in our own little worlds and our own little minds that we can become disengaged with those around us. And that happens to our husbands as well, especially with those within our home, because it's easy to kind of think you know what's going on. So you can kind of just go through the motions. So when we notice that our husbands become disengaged, start with watching and listening. And by this, I mean, watch and study your husband, kind of see, okay, what is happening when he is becoming disengaged? What am I doing or not doing? What's going on in the house? What's going on with the kids? Kind of making sure you're studying your husband because as wives, we should always study our husbands because over time they change just like we change. They grow, they have different wants and they have different needs. And it's so important that we are mindful of that and we're studying them, watching them and listening because although your husband may not be saying a lot, They are not completely disengaged and there's a lot that they are saying or there's a lot that he is not saying that if you're mindful and if you're watching and you're listening, it can give you clues about what's really going on. Maybe he's really not disengaged, but maybe he's just preoccupied with some things going on, whether at work, with your family or whatever the case may be. So first piece of advice I give to all married women that I take for myself is to study your husband and kind of just watch and listen to see, okay, what is going on, especially when he becomes or seems to be disengaged. Another thing to do while you're studying your husband is to take note when and what you're doing when he becomes disengaged. By this, I mean, do you notice that there's a certain time in the day when it happens or there's a certain thing that's happening or a certain thing that's not happening that he is becoming disengaged with? I know for me, I used to catch my husband becoming disengaged when he got home from work. It was like every time he got home from work. And then when I took a pause and studied him and the situation and realized that, you know, I would let him come in the door, you know, kind of unload and all that. And I'd be like, hey, babe, how's your day? And he would kind of start saying something. And then somehow I would cut him off and veer us in another direction. And then I would just unload on what I did, what I did with the kids, what I need to get done, what I need help with and all these things. And I noticed that I wasn't even taking a pause for him to get engaged, for us to truly share. So I encourage you that if you feel like your husband is being disengaged, while you're studying and while you're watching him, make sure you're mindful of what's going on or what's not going on when he becomes disengaged. Now, one of my favorite scriptures is James 1.19. And it reads, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. And I know a lot of people usually use this scripture just around the context of, you know, getting angry and, you know, making sure you're choosing your words wisely and all that, which is what is speaking to. But I also like to use this in marriage in looking at, it says everyone should be quick to listen. That means we should be listening to our husbands, especially when we're feeling that they're being disengaged because they are saying and sharing a lot more than we may be giving them credit for. 
and being slow to speak means giving them an opportunity to speak, giving them an opportunity to engage because it's something that is so important, especially as women, we often have a lot to say and we often use a lot more words than our husbands may use in a given day and in a given conversation even. So we have to make sure we are listening and we are slow to speak and kind of giving them a chance to engage, giving them an opportunity to, you know, share what's going on or giving them a safe space to be and allowing us to not always be the sharers, but for someone to be able to share with us. And then once you listen and once you studied, why not try to change things up? Why don't try to spice things up? Because marriage can get so routine. And when we start just kind of going through the motions, that's when it's easy to disengage because it's like, okay, I know what to expect. I know what happens next. It's like, okay, your husband's like, I get up like this. We eat breakfast or she makes me breakfast or I make myself something. I get my coffee. I head out the door. I drive to work. These things happen. I can come home. The kids are here. My wife is here and all these things and life can get very predictable. So it's easy to disengage because even though your husband may like routines and like kind of, you know, things kind of going a certain way, We all like to change things up. We all like a little spice, a little variety within our lives. So I would encourage you that if you feel your husband is becoming disengaged in some way, try adding a little spice back to your marriage in different ways. Try engaging your husband in a different way. And not only will it engage your husband, but it also engages you. It gives you an opportunity to see, okay, if I'm studying my husband, if I'm listening to him, if I'm truly trying to engage in a different way, okay, what new things can I do? What new ways can I pour into my marriage? What new ways can I strengthen my marriage in a way that doesn't just benefit my husband, but benefits both of us? And it's so important because there should be nothing routine about your marriage. There should be nothing that is always predictable because you grow and you change so much as a woman and your marriage should grow and change as well as you grow and change together. And there's so many different ways for you to spice things up. I mean, and that is completely up to you, whether it is with your daily routine, try, you know, waking up earlier um, to kind of, you know, maybe have coffee with them or tea or whatever your morning routine is, try changing that up, or maybe try, you know, having some more quiet downtime at night. And if it doesn't mean you have to be engaged in a conversation, try just, you know, listening to him or try just sitting by him, cuddled up on the couch while he watches basketball or football or baseball or whatever it is, just trying to engage with him in a different way. You can even kind of change things up in the bedroom. I mean, a way to just continue just to be engaged and a way to just continue just to show him that, okay, you love, you care, you want to be available, you want to be engaged with him in whatever way works best for your marriage and works best in new ways because becoming routine is an easy way for us to become disengaged because you know what? I already know what to expect. So, you know, I can just give this, I can just do this and everything just kind of goes and everything stays status quo. So I would encourage you that whenever you feel like your husband is becoming disengaged, take time to listen, study him and kind of just watch, see, okay, what's going on? When is he becoming disengaged? What's going on in our house? What am I doing? What is he doing or not doing? Just so you can 
find new ways to engage him or also discover things that are causing him to become disengaged. And then once you kind of studied and watched a little, take some time to kind of, you know, spice things up, change things up, do things that, you know, will bring, you know, a new outlook, a new joy, a new perspective, a new routine within your marriage, because no one wants to be in a relationship where they feel anyone is disengaged. So it's so important that when you are seeing that your husband is disengaged, you know, take some time, study, watch and spice things up. And you'd be amazed how re-engaged he gets. And marriage is such a beautiful journey that takes work. And that's his wives being completely engaged, even when it seems like your husband isn't. I love what Ayana shared. She really reminds us all. I'm sure she even reminded herself as she was recording that episode that getting uncomfortable creates a stronger marriage. I mean, just stepping outside of that zone that we're in really helps our marriage. I also want to share a few reasons I've seen couples on different pages regarding how engaged they each are in the marriage and and how um, those differences impact the marriage. And then also what what I've seen help these marriages who are on different pages. The first thing that I think is helpful for you, if you're wondering, you know, or feeling like my husband uh, is not on the same page as I am, like he's just not emotionally connecting with me. He seems checked out. He's not as engaged as I am is to really consider this question. And then I would love for you to ask him, you know, are you willing? Cause there's a difference between we're on different pages when it comes to how emotionally invested we are right now in this marriage and how the desire we share for a stronger marriage. There's a difference between just being on different pages. And then there's also something totally different, which is they're just not even willing. So the first thing, and I'm, I bet if I sat down with you and your husband right now, and if I asked your husband, Hey, here's your wife. She's in emotionally eager to connect on a deeper level with you to grow a stronger marriage. Are you willing to also grow and, and become more emotionally connected and, and experience a stronger marriage? I bet he'd say, well, yeah, I am. Okay. And so the, really the question is, first off, finding that question out, asking your husband, are you willing? Because I feel like sometimes you're disengaged and you're kind of not interested in us or our marriage. That might be true. It might not be true. But are you willing to maybe try some different things and just maybe spice things up a bit in our marriage to experience a stronger marriage? I bet he'd say yes, but that's a question that you have to ask him. But here are a few reasons, a few common reasons that I've seen um, why our husbands, and I'm just going to speak to our husbands right now, um, of why they are typically disengaged emotionally and seem emotionally distant in our marriage. One is because of personal frustration that they have. This could be due to many things. It could be that they're stressed out at work. It could be that they're frustrated with you. It could be that they just are unhappy themselves. Maybe they are in a state of low-level low depression or anxiety. Maybe they are so sick of their job and they just feel like they're never going to get out of the job, so they're just going to put up with it and it's causing them to be just, again, just have this low level state of yuck or 
laziness or low self-confidence. Maybe they don't feel worth anything at their job or with their daily living. Maybe this whole year has been so awful, but they don't really talk about it. And it's just coming out in how you two interact with each other. There could be many reasons, but Many times our husbands are just experiencing a personal frustration level or a stress level that it really is affecting our marriage, right? And so it's really important that many times that is the case. And it's important for you to remember it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Now, this again, this awareness, your husband might not even be aware. He might not even be able to admit it because he's not even, he doesn't even think it's a thing. Okay. So, you know, you, I suggest not going to your husband and saying, Hey, I think you're really stressed out with work. And that's probably why, you know, you're not engaged with me in our marriage in this season right now. I probably wouldn't lead with that. (laughs) So, so there's that for you. Um, but just be considering that praying about that and, and asking God to open up a time, a window for that conversation to open up and begin. Another reason why your husband might be disengaged is oftentimes in a marriage, communication is just reduced to a power play. It can become a rhythm or a pattern in marriage to where we are simply information sharing that when we communicate, it's simply about preferences. It's not emotionally caring or there's no, there's a lack of concern for our spouse. And so when we do communicate, the level of respect is not there. The level of love is not there. And we're simply sharing information or sharing what we need from our spouse or asking simple yes, no questions about facts that, or, or things that need to be taken care of. And that's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable for either spouse, but it can often be a reason for husbands to just not want to engage even in conversation with us because they fear the hearing that they're not doing it well. They, they fear the disconnect and the divide and the divisiveness that comes from having any conversation with us at all. I know my husband and I have been there in the past and it's really easy to get back into that place. The way we break that is by one of us. And I hope that's you. I pray that that's you listening right now because you're the one hearing this. Okay. Someone has to initiate connection and it does take one spouse breaking the pattern and the cycle of that unhealthy communication to begin a new one. It can simply be kindness, grace, love extended toward your husband, okay? And and preference, favor uh, in those moments. So just be praying on that if that might be some reason why or part of a reason why your husband might be disengaged or you might feel disengaged from him. This goes both ways. Another reason your husband might be disengaged uh, or you might feel disengaged from him is because you are not connecting sexually. I hear the question commonly, how often should we be having sex? Well, how many times you or your spouse 
want that and feel comfortable with that? Have you had those conversations? Are you having ongoing conversations about that? Because each season it looks different. So we have an intimacy guide. You can download that for free. Uh, if you're already signed up for our emails at a wife like me.com, you already have received that, but we can send that to you again. If you are not signed up for our emails, just go to wife like me.com, sign up for our, our freebies and our weekly email. You'll get all of that in one email. It's super nice. But that conversation guide really helps just it literally has five questions on it. And it's amazing what you will learn by asking those five questions. If you or your spouse are not sexually satisfied, let me tell you, emotionally, it's really hard to connect. You might as a wife, because one of our biggest needs is emotional connection and non-sexual affection. You might feel like, well, I can't be that until we have connected emotionally. I can't give him sexual satisfaction until I'm emotionally satisfied. Ideally, friend, both of you are emotionally satisfied and sexually satisfied. But God designed the marriage bed to be unified. And he designed sex to be beautiful. And when that is not happening, they're really, it's really hard to have anything else happening. Now, I'm not talking about does not even have to be intercourse. If you have kids listening, I'm so sorry. Listen to this later. But here's the deal. I know many women who are not able to have intercourse. That's not what being sexually satisfied even entails. It, it, hope that'd be amazing if you can. But oftentimes in marriage, sexual satisfaction does not happen through intercourse. It can happen many other ways. So ladies, open your mind. Really, I'm talking and preaching to myself here too. Within you and your husband in the marriage bed, if one of you has something that they're not freely sharing and would like something to be happening outside of what you're currently doing, whether that's increasing the amount of sex you are having, whether that's foreplay, whether that's oral sex, talk about it. Talk about that. And because within the two of you, you have, God has given you what the other spouse needs. Okay. So when I sit down with couples, it's often the reason it's tied to sex in some ways, uh, sexual intimacy rather, that, that there's a lack of that, that they don't feel emotionally connected because that's not happening or it's happened once in this past year or whatever. And it's just, they feel void there. So don't be afraid to dive into that topic. It's so needed. And as Christians, we should be having the best sex in the whole entire world. Okay. Another reason your husband or you might feel disengaged in your marriage is because one of you or both of you feel victimized in the marriage. You feel like it's your fault. You feel like you can't do anything right. You feel like whenever you talk about something, it's, it's, oh, it's my fault. Um, I'm doing something wrong or you're putting yourself in that place. Like, I guess I'm just not good enough. I guess I'm not worthy. I guess I'm an awful wife. I guess I'm a bad mom. I guess I'm just not what you wish I were. And so you can be doing that to yourself or that's the message maybe you're hearing. Either way, it's not helpful. And it's for sure building a wall between you both that is it's really hard to connect in on any other level. If through communication, uh, overt or not, you're hearing the message or telling yourself the message that, yeah, I am not, I'm not good. I'm, I'm pretty awful. Um, and so that's another reason why you or your husband might be disengaged. So what do we do about this? Just a few things. I'm uh, number one, be willing to talk about it. If you do not have 
godly friends, godly community. If you are not sharing this with godly people, now I am not talking about go find someone in your church, I'm not saying, and tell them all the reasons why you think your husband's disengaged with you. No, not at all. I am telling you, are you in your, I am asking, are you and your husband in a small group? Are you plugged in with a local church? Do you have godly friends that you feel you can share hard things with? Um, do you have a counselor that you and your husband both feel comfortable with? Because, you know, your husband might not want you sharing that he's disengaged in your marriage in a small group. That's not the first place you should be sharing that. But I'm saying opening up to a safe place in a safe environment with a safe person like a counselor is huge. And if your husband doesn't want to go, do not let that stop you from going yourself. You can learn so many great things, so many amazing resources have can be found through you going to counseling. I also do Voxer coaching calls. Um, if you are interested in that, you can just email me at info at a wife like me.com. So where do we go from here? What do we do about this? Just a few things. First, don't assume it's your responsibility again. Do not assume it's your fault for the distance. Be willing to ask hard questions. Consider other reasons why your husband or you feel disengaged. Another thing you can do to increase connection and engagement within your marriage is to release the rain to guilt or pressure your husband to change. Release that tight rain that we have as wives to want to change them. We can't make our husbands want to love us. We can't make our husbands want to engage. We have to really begin by releasing our tight control and reign we have to fix things and to make him what we want him to be. That beautiful surrender to our Lord Jesus and saying, Lord, I trust you with this. You know my heart, Lord. You know my desire for me to engage with my husband. I trust that you are going to create this in my husband. I, I understand and recognize that I cannot. That is where so much beautiful growth begins. Another thing you can do if your spouse or you feel disengaged is you grow. You focus on your growth, what you are doing to connect with God. What are you doing? If you haven't read our book, Dear Wife, 10 Minute Invitations to Connect with Your Husband, start there. Start by opening the word. Get accountable with being in God's word. Focus on what God is telling you as a wife, as a daughter of the king, you grow. Stop focusing on your marriage and start focusing on your walk with God. If you want to do that in community, join us over at the A Wife Like Me Collective. And last but not least, again, I just want to stress the importance for counseling. If you have a husband who does not want counseling or doesn't feel comfortable yet with counseling, that's fine. Sister, you go and you love it. Counselors are the best. They are so amazing. We love it. I love counseling so much, um, mainly because I am one, but also because I know the fruit that comes, the, the perspective, the godly confidential things that we can work through ourselves is beautiful and so good. So I encourage you to seek counseling as well. 
Ladies, I hope you found this helpful. There's so much more we could talk about and maybe we will address this later on again, but I hope this was helpful to you. Again, if it was helpful, share it with a friend. You never know who's feeling this way. Um, you are so loved and I just thank you so much for listening to the A Wife Like Me podcast. Thank you for listening to Ayana and Ayana, thank you so much. Again, you can find Ayana Hall at her website where she has so many resources, devotionals, coaching, all the things. Go check her out. She's at beyondcommitted.com. Friend, I love you. We'll see you next week.